All right. Okay, guys. Name your favorite worst Trumpy candidate from the 2022 midterm elections. Favorite worst. Yeah. Uh, I certainly am not happy about the one who is now my congressman. No, we got to choose losers only. <laughs> Oh, losers. It's a losers only pool. I mean, and I still think he's a loser. <laughs> but he did win the election. Um maybe um Zeldin is is tops uh favorite worst Trumpy. Zeldin and Marciano. I feel like Carol should lay claim to Zeldin since that's your state. But yeah, Marciano I mean honestly, be- like I, I don't like him, but Ty could have that guy. <laughs> I still think he sort of did win a bit. I mean, people came to vote for him and Brian like pulled up the Democratic Congress people. Maybe. I don't know. That's one theory that I've heard about, about like why my fucking Democratic Congress candidates did poorly around here. Uh, it's true. There was a Zeldin effect. Uh, people thought he might have had a chance to contend for the governor's race, and they turned out to vote for him and they and yeah. voted for other Republicans down ballot. And that they gave them a little boost in the newly redistricted uh, areas in New York. That wasn't great. Uh, my personal favorite uh, worst candidate to lose was Dr. Oz. Um, yeah, he got he was the victim of a crudification or crudification cruelty to dogification yeah they they crudification they 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 nailed him they nailed him to the celery or something i don't know um uh but your sacrifice wasn't in vain sir uh pennsylvania swept their elections that was that was great times so they did so good and i love like when i wrote the article about austin davis because like when i was doing the my research on the article and then it it was like well ty tell them about the article yeah but it was like holy shit no one's talked about this guy and then i like pitched to you know my editors was like we need to talk about this this is pretty awesome and looking into austin davis's like his passion and his advocacy and everything it was like this dude is awesome and nobody he was like literally nowhere it was josh Shapiro, mastriano but nobody talked about him and i wanted to amplify you know his voice and his purpose which is awesome and he's only 32 years old and he is fighting the good fight he's making good trouble and it's amazing i am so incredibly proud to be a person of color right now because we have made moves we have done amazing things especially in this election cycle and it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's amazing. And we need to give them their flowers. We need to amplify the candidates who have been overlooked and not giving, given their due for the work they've put in, but just heart and spirit, passion and fire. I love it. I love to see it, especially in the young people. I, I, I'm going to get like all 
fucking miss. Yeah, shout out to you, Austin Davis, for pulling <laughs> incredible shit off when no one talked about you at all for like the entire election cycle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you did it, but you did it. I mean, it may be in part to the fact that Dr. Oz was so bad. It might be like the 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 um anti-Zeldon effect where it's like, oh, Oz is so bad. No one wants to vote for Republicans. I, I don't know. But, but yeah. you know, we've got a we've got a Jewish governor and a black lieutenant governor, like we had two senators in Georgia, a black and Jewish man going to fucking the legislature. Davis said, uh, if you felt unseen, unheard, and forgotten, this victory is for you. And I was like, damn. See, now. I love it. I love it. And that's why we need Black Little Mermaids, because we feel unseen sometimes. I love it. I love what he said. It means so much to me. Okay, I'm sorry I ruined it with The Little Mermaid. No. I, I was trying to be funny. <laughs> no, it's incredible. I, I read it too and I was like, God damn it, you motherfucker, you got me too. I teared up a little. Like, yeah, like <laughs> I don't even live in Pennsylvania. <laughs> it got me in my feels because I feel like there's so much trying to divide the communities, but our histories and our struggles go back so far and are intertwined. When I think about those that were killed in Mississippi, which Mississippi burning was, you know, based off of when you had the freedom riders and Jewish people coming down to the South to fight for equal rights and fighting for representation and acknowledgement and rights and risking their life who were murdered. And I feel like they want people to forget that, but we can't, we can't. Our struggles are intertwined. We are connected. And I am so. Thank you, Carol. Of the Jewish community. You guys for being there. Because them coming down to the South to fight for us, fight with us, means so much. And it's, oh, sorry. Carol's just like watching two black people cry right now. It's great. <laughs> She's like, I'm Jewish. Do I get credit? Yeah, you do. <laughs> you know? The richest person to ever live was black. What? The richest person to ever live was black. Really? Oh yeah, he was a wealthy king from from the Africas. He made a yeah. He made one of the most uh, famous pilgrimages to Mecca ever. He had, he was so wealthy that his trip to Mecca destabilized the world or destabilized the region's um, value of gold because he was he was balling like that. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Um, Do you think my mom has a very powerful voice? Because I think so. Um, <laughs> I do. I, I do think she does. Yes. She, I, but. <laughs> you kidding. I do think <laughs> it's a joke. Jokey joke. I'm sorry. I'm no, running. Ty is great. <laughs> Fantastic. Duh. All right. Let's, let's get out of our, our emotions and, and get back get to out of our fields. And- yeah.
you kind of have to move on some points in life. That's true. It's fair and accurate. All right. Back to Republicans losing. That's our favorite topic. Uh, Yes. That's also tears of joy. Hercules, Hercules. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So they fell victim to their inflated polling. So if you're not aware at this point, in the weeks before the election, Republican-funded pollsters with these garbage polls would just flood the zone with these shit polls that made Republicans look better, like look like they were doing better than they actually were. I think these fucking morons looked at those, the averages of those polls and like, oh, we're close in this state, in this state. Let's dump a massive amount of money here and here and here and here. And then they ended up losing. <laughs> Especially in in like states like Michigan and Pennsylvania, where they're like, "Oh, we can do it." Actually, no, you can't. You you were the victim of your own misinformation. There, good good job, fellas. Way to shoot yourselves in the foot. <laughs> I also think like the 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 leftover effects of the the fucked up census from twenty twenty really messed up people's yeah. numbers. Like you know, you had. Trump trying to disenfranchise people who lived in democratic leaning areas from participation in the census because it meant they got uh, less representation in Congress. Like New York lost a, a congressional seat by like 84 people. Like if we had 84 more people, we would have to take the census. We wouldn't have lost that seat. Um, and my point. Well, that seat doesn't of, like just disappear. It moves somewhere and it. But it's yeah. not in no. New York. No, I didn't. No, that's a, that's exactly right. Like um, here in wow. Texas, like what they, the black and brown communities like increased, but the janky census that, and we actually lost seats here, you yeah, know? So you have like, yeah. And I think that the, the communities say in New York, like, Let's go back with my my buddy Pat Ryan's district, New York 18. And, and when he was running in 19 initially for a special election, he was polling to lose big, like by nine points or something. And the area where he represents um, was, was red. Con- it was considered red. But so many people moved there during and after the, the effective period of the census so to me, I'm thinking like it's it's just they didn't account for all the people who moved there from the city to telecommute. And now it's like a much more blue area. And the, just like maybe you shouldn't. It's another instance where the GOP sets up an obstacle for us and then it trips them up like yeah. they didn't they didn't consider that those people still exist and they're still going to vote. Yeah. Um, so I think yeah. that that. They didn't consider they still existed in the in the census, but that was to. So what ended up happening is the states who lost seats, uh, California lost two, New York lost one, Illinois lost one, uh, Pennsylvania lost one, so on and so forth. Florida gained four because of gerrymandering. No, no, no. Well, well we're just talking about from the um, a reapportionment of the House. So Texas gained two seats. Florida gained one seat. North Carolina gained a seat, Oregon gained a seat, right? Well, well, that extra seat that they gained in Florida, they gerrymandered the fuck out of all of those districts. So instead of Florida gaining three seats um, in these midterm elections, they gained four. And that might 
also be the look. We don't know the outcome of the house at this moment. We're just we're just saying that may or may not be the difference in uh in the eventual outcome. But yeah, that it played a part. Like the census, man, that one seat could make a difference, and it just might. I mean, if there's anything you can appreciate, it's Republicans' ability to try and game the system in every fucking possible way. Like, I wish we were that ruthless. I, I digress. All right, one of <laughs> I absolutely contend that like one of the reasons Republicans lost in the midterms is they didn't have an economic strategy. Like, it's it's all well and good to be like, oh, inflation's bad, gas is high. Uh, all right, well, what's your plan to combat inflation? How are you planning on lowering gas prices? Like, these are the same people who voted or well, who Republican senators all voted against a bill to lower gas prices. It's fucking insane. Like, what, what kind of what are we doing here? You can't be like, oh, gas is expensive because of Joe Biden's policies. And then when he puts out a bill to stop price gouging, get the pump, vote against it. Like, that's that's asinine. It's insane. It's insane. But it's their jam. Insane is their jam. That's what they, it, I am always. Is it insane hypocrisy? Is it like when you. Insane hypocrisy. I like that. <laughs> Hypocrisanity. I don't know. Um, yeah. It's great. Insane hypocrisy. No, that's, that's the, that's it. Yeah. That's not a word. <laughs> it is now. Uh, oh. We're creative. Well, then. We're changing the culture. Dictionary to add a word. Yeah, uh, we're gonna put it in Wikipedia. That'll make it real. Uh, I, <laughs> I have a question for you guys. Have you heard what happened in Turkey? Uh, there was a bombing in Istanbul. Oh, no. oh yeah, that was wild. Um, yeah. Condolences to anyone who lost a um. They killed six family people. or loved one, and yeah. Them. Really? That's pretty. That's all. Yep. Hard and pod condemns violence everywhere. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, there's a lot of violence in the USA. Uh, Yeah, we're we're aware. <laughs> we're not perfect. It's it's not ideal. But it's funny that you say that. Everywhere. Even though. <laughs> well, here, here's the next thing on the list, though. <laughs> One of the reasons why. Another yet another reason, another pebble on the pile as to why Republicans lost the 2022 midterms in surprising fashion is that they were focusing on crime that didn't actually exist. Now, I'm not saying crime is fictional. No, there's crime. There are criminals everywhere. Criminals do exist. But they were like, oh, there's this massive uptick in crime under the Biden administration and blah, blah, blah. And these criminals everywhere and then defund the police. And like, we got the. Did you see the um, the release from Albuquerque PD where they were like, oh, yeah, that whole like crime thing. Ah, let's just clarify. No, nah, there's no crime. We're doing our job. Crime has actually gone down. Like literally like um, after the election, like a couple days after. So they put out a press release to say that right. crime has actually gone down and they, they're doing a great job after oh the whole, you know, fear mongering of everything. Yeah. So in this case, like statistically speaking, 
Crime's actually been going down in the United States as a whole. It's it's been going ironically, it's been going up it mostly in red states, which is which is fun. They they they'll like, oh, it's the democratic cities where the crime is rising. Guess which states they're in, fellas? It's yeah, exactly. They talk about gem-run <laughs> cities, but let's talk about red-run states. Yes, let's let's talk about <laughs> state laws, which have a massive effect on what kind of crimes and to what degree take place in in larger cities. It's it's a amazing correlation there. You wouldn't believe it. Um, but yeah, the, and the best the best thing about that was is like, oh, it's it's like it's like it's like the caravan, right? It's like, oh, there's this massive caravan and it's heading toward America and the legals and the migrants, and then after the election, it disappears. Like you don't hear. It's like, damn, what happened to that caravan that's supposed to be on its way to overrun the country? And and it, you know, surprise, surprise, November night. Wait, what day was the election on? Was it on the eighth? Oh, the <laughs> November 9th. It's like November 9th. November 9th. Poof. The crime well, is magically gone. That's our messaging. Vote for Democrats and the crime and the, well, the illegal caravans will just magically disappear. <laughs> it's cause and effect. Clear as day. Proof time is going by real fast. It's already been a month and... Um, like seven days, I think, since Queen Elizabeth died. Oh gosh, has it been that long? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it seems oh, like it. it seems like that bitch just died yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a fan. I mean, I wasn't an anti fan. It's complicated. Look, you, you weren't were, an anti fan. No, I wasn't an anti fan. I just was like somewhere in the middle. Anyway, look, you got it, black people don't feel the same about the monarchy as white people and like white people in America obviously won't feel it. Hey, we fought to get away from from but, <laughs> being ruled by kings and queens. That's that's, you know, that's so where crazy. I'm leaving it. When I was in when I went to England to visit Sarah and we're uh we're at the house or whatever, her parents' house, and she says, America's fascination with the monarchy. She's like, we don't give a fuck here. <laughs> like, there's probably 5% of fucking Brits that care about the queen. And <laughs> well, it's different there too. Cause she's like background music, right? She's like always been there. She's like, we don't give a fuck. Well, it's like when you're like air conditioner is just running incessantly for years. Like you don't notice it. Cause it's always on. Like that's the queen. Like she's just always been there. And then it's like, oh, she died. And it's like the air conditioner finally cutting off. You're like, damn, it's quiet. What happened? Um, anyway, that was probably insensitive. I hope I don't get canceled for that. Uh, all right. Uh, another Yet another pile on the pebble of why Republicans lost the midterm elections. The election deniers. Oh. All the crazy, wacky, election-denying Trump supporters. Wacky, wacky. They all lost. I'm channeling Carol's, like, singing no wacky yeah all the all the swing states and and all the blue states the election deniers running for office they all lost from from house races to um secretaries of state and governors and whatnot uh, all gone poof people don't like being treated like they're so stupid that they'll believe the stupidest thing you have to tell them yeah it's that's probably accurate that's that's yes but they are, and that's the but, gap. 
Thankfully, there's like at least 51% of people who are <laughs> or say above that above that yeah the sanity bell curve or whatever they well, will not admit that they were wrong but they weren't wrong because i mean honestly they wanted this like we think that they're um like being brainwashed or and honestly i don't think they are what they are is being fed what they want to be fed because that's what they believe and what they want to be, you know. Being fed what they want yeah, they're like men. They they hear what they want to be believe. <laughs> and what I want to be fed is crunch food, eggs <laughs> Benedict, and a bloody right. Mary. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. They want it. <laughs> Gone, America's got talent. <laughs> Thanks, Chrissy. Yeah, you could be like a contortionist and a sing- you could be a singing contortionist. Like all right, so Carol's leg is like all the way up in the air. It's basically over her Carol, head. Carol, you you're tiny. It's on the wall. Your legs are long. Holy shit. No, I basketball I'm sitting with my leg up. Because you're so little basketball superstar. She maybe she could be. Um, I cannot throw a basketball. I mean, I can throw it, but like it's called shooting. Who knows where it's going? It's It's called shooting a basketball. That sounds too violent. No, that can't be right. (laughs) It sounds too violent. Well, it's like Liz Cheney's dad, except like you put it in a (laughs) basket, not in someone's face. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess we could like. Double, uh, we could double back and and talk about all the reasons why Democrats overperform. But I, look, man, we largely know it's because well, abortion was probably one of the most important motivating factors. And two, like the fact that democracy was online, of course, and 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 just the simple fact that over the last two years, President Biden's done an incredibly fucking good job. Yeah, can't can't speak to how impossible impossibly narrow the margins were in getting his major pieces of legislation passed like namely the american rescue plan which was fucking incredible people forgot about that shit um also had that the you know child tax credit provision in there that was that was a fantastic move on his part um i mean handling the pandemic uh, all right to be fair he did an incredible job rolling out the vaccine. No one can argue that. Like, I think we regularly fail to point out that the vaccine was in, in existence at the very end of the Trump administration, but Trump was too busy planning on how to overthrow the government to get it out to us. So people were still dying. Uh, Biden got in office and he was like, fuck that. Let's get this shit out here. Get this thing in people's arms. And he did a great job and on the flip side. making anybody grovel for it. <laughs> well, there's that. Yeah, too. Exactly. Uh, exactly. If there's one thing I'm, I'm, it's, I feel it's a mixed bag. It's like, it's difficult to argue that as a political strategy, getting as many people vaccinated as possible. And then the people out here deciding that they weren't going to get vaccinated on this YOLO fuck it shit. Um, that he made the calculation that, hey, I'll just leave them to their own devices. We got to try and get this shit back to normal. Now, however you feel about letting, uh, you know, massive amounts of people 
who were unvaccinated get exposed to this virus so we could get back to business. Uh, it, it fucking won the election. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I mean, democracy on the line. I I don't want to be the, hey, you got to crack a few eggs to make an omelet guy. That's not what I'm saying. But it, it, as a political and economic strategy, like he did his best to get this shit under control. And like the people who just refuse to do their part, like, I don't know. Like, mixed well, bag. there's just a point where you can't keep pushing someone. Like, it's the same with children. It, eventually, like, if they just wear me down so much and I'm just emotionally and physically exhausted after a tantrum, I just, like, whatever. And maybe this is <laughs> an explanation of why I'm a bad parent. But, like... <laughs> no, no you're not, Carol. No one said, no one said that. all of us, Carol. <laughs> Like I am You're like, fuck it. Get the iPad. God damn it. No, I don't care. I don't, but it's the same with COVID. Like I can't, like I tried so hard for so long to be careful and nobody else is willing to do anything. So like, mm-hmm. I, I also kind of gave up. How can you fight back with millions of people, millions of children screaming about like their dumb shit? Like that. I don't want to. <laughs> Sorry. I'm getting a little, <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, well, look, <laughs> as a side note, I mean, also, um, Republicans encouraging their, their voters to not get vaccinated. And it turns out that 65% plus of, of people who've died from COVID since the rollout of the vaccine have been the elderly who, who tend to vote Republican. <laughs> it's, it's not ideal. If you're trying to win an election, uh, you're out here killing off all your voters. It's probably not great, not 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 good strategy. Um, also, that whole plan of hey, if we get into power, we're gonna eliminate Social Security and Medicare. So, um, considering your entire base is like on Social Security and Medicare, probably not ideal. I mean, I'm you know I'm no uh, Republican strategist or anything, but if I was if I was offering some advice, I'd be like, hey, we're gonna expand Medicaid and Medicare and Social Security. It's like a free for all for all our, you know, all our voters, our base. Um, but these people are fucking geniuses, apparently. But I'm surprised they didn't just lie about something more compelling. Well, they did. <laughs> they will. Uh, they do. They've been busy. <laughs> they've been busy. Well, I guess they were testing that out. They were testing out, like, you know, we want to screw over your enemies. Yeah. And we want to screw you over, too. Yeah. Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> like, wait, did they not go for that? <laughs> wait, you mean yeah. they, they went all in on that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what is going on? Uh, well, and there, there's one Biden policy that I think ended up might pro- it pi- possibly might have ended up as a wash is is the infrastructure policy or the inf- infrastructure plan. Uh, fantastic policy legislation, probably um, it, in effect, it is the largest um, bill to address climate change in American history. It also, I mean, yes, I will admit it's not enough. It's a great start, though. It's it's the first of its kind as far as massive legislation goes and, and addressing climate change. But also. Uh, that bill basically dedicated a large number of funds that went to a number of red states 
And ironically, all these Republicans that didn't vote for it took credit. For, <laughs> they took credit for the money that they were bringing into the state. It was that was. Of course. That's yeah, what that's what they do. They take credit for things that are good for their constituents, but that they actually voted against. That's that's the game plan. Um, so I feel like being able to say, hey, look what we did for our state. You know, it's it's great that they can steal the credit from Biden, I guess. But, yeah, I feel like that that was probably in the long run. I, I mean, maybe it helped Democrats a little bit. Maybe it didn't. Who's who's to say? Like, I don't I don't know what the polling is on that. But I'm sure there's some some polls to suggest that it did help Democrats in certain states. And I'm sure there's some polls to suggest that it helps Republicans in other states. I mean, who's we'll say well, only because the Republicans like. Uh, yes, they can't stop the lies. On the legislation that they voted against. Yes. But their base is so, you know, low information. They're like, oh, yeah. Absolutely. All right. And in the last, well, I mean, I'm sure this isn't the (laughs) the final reason, but the one last one we're going to get to uh, as to why Republicans fared so poorly in the midterms. It is the obvious elephant in the room. Uh, that this podcast is supposedly centered around <laughs> what you wouldn't know it from like the last four episodes. <laughs> oh, okay. So what effect do the two of you believe that the January 6th committee who held it the fuck down had on the outcome of these midterm elections? Now I understand that the purpose of the January 6th committee wasn't, uh, to directly affect the outcome of the midterms elections. It's, it, you know, I, I ideally to find the, the truth first and foremost, and to, to hold the people responsible, accountable, uh, namely the people at the top first and foremost being Donald Trump. So that, you know, there's no way I, <laughs> there's absolutely no way to deny the effect that the one six committee had on the, outcome of these elections uh, i can't tell you to what degree but these hearings were some of the most highly viewed televised congressional hearings in history i mean i guess uh, there's really there hasn't been anything like it um other than possibly multiple impeachments of <laughs> of the guy at the center of these investigations uh, what, what are your thoughts on that yeah yeah where did, where did Carol? She's go? still there. I went. I went under the desk for a second. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you were doing I mean, under there. We were just I gonna let it something <laughs> in. Um, <laughs> is this like another uh, demonstration of how a dildo is supposed to work? No, it was just the vape pen that you were gonna edit out, but you never edit anything out, so I'm not gonna. Um, <laughs> that's not true i hear the um, last one you're like i'm gonna edit this out and then i'm like okay then i'll tell my embarrassing story and then you're like, um okay i'm editing anyway there's a couple there's i wasn't mad there's a at least a, a couple facets to this analysis i mean there's its effect on voters and it's the effect on the party itself um I imagine a lot of it had to do with messing up their game. Now those people must have like, their asses were on, on the fire. I don't 
know if that's an expression, but it wouldn't be comfortable with I've a fire had on my your ass. On ass. A fi- yeah, I've never had my ass on a fire. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. But so but I'm open to trying new things. Fucking with their their minds. If they know something is coming, like maybe it was affecting the funding. Maybe it was just affecting their mental states or t- keeping their heads out of the game. Maybe they knew they were going to lose because of that. And then, of course, you have to consider the effect on voters. Uh, I don't know. It's so hard for me to believe that people are reasonable anymore. <laughs> because like we still didn't win by that much. Like... <laughs> Okay, I know it's depressing to be like, oh, you're like, oh, you keep saying the Democrats overperform. Why? Why is everything a dead heat? Well, for a number of reasons, right? It's difficult to fight history, like the historical implications of of just in general how midterm elections go. Like the newly elected president, his first two years, midterms roll around. It doesn't matter. They always get hammered. Um, every president that I can think of. In, in the past, like, we'll just go down the list. I'll give you the exception first. It would be George H.W. Uh, Bush was probably the only president in the last 90 or so years who actually gained seats in the House during a midterm election. But he had one very unique scenario going in his favor, and that was the entire fucking country was united around kicking um, Al Qaeda's ass. Um, yeah, there was that whole thing where, uh, you, you may or may not have heard of this, but some airplanes crashed into some very, very Wait, tall... you said HW. Wait, which one's which? W is, is, is the second guy. Oh yeah. Herbert Walker's the older guy. Hey, what am I? Look, it's been a long time. He had week. a war too. He had a before <laughs> too. That was a different one. That's uh, the one where I was afraid to visit my grandma in, in Tampa when I was a kid because <laughs> I, I said, but there's a war in the Gulf. All right. Oh, well, there is. <laughs> all right. A W. Bush. W. He had a, a unfortunate set of circumstances where some autopilot, autopiloted Teslas crashed into, you know, some very tall buildings in New York. Uh, set us on a uniquely challenging set of circumstances where we ended up in a 20 year war in the Middle East. Yeah, that was a unique scenario. Apart from that, <laughs> Obama. First term in office, lost a number of seats in the House in this first midterms. Uh, Clinton as well. H.W. I mean, he didn't even make it to a second term. So that lets you know how his midterm elections went. Even Reagan himself lost seats in his first midterms. Nixon. Nixon, who was (laughs) Nixon, who was overwhelmingly reelected in his second election, lost seats in in the midterms. And you just keep going back and there's this historical trend. And no matter what you do to fight it, it's nearly impossible to overcome. Yet somehow in 2022, we managed to buck the trend and break even. If not, I, I mean, it's entirely possible we'll lose enough seats to lose the house, but the the margin was so slim that it's impressive that it's even this close. Like it's it's just no matter what the circumstances are, um, societally, it's just difficult difficult to fight these trends. So that, try not to get try to have your expectations in a place where you understand why things the way they are, so that you're not down when you don't necessarily 
get the result that you wanted. Of course, it's not ideal to lose the house, but like the situation was overwhelming and and we performed exceptionally. Sorry, Carol. Yeah. I mean, this could go, this could have gone so much worse. I was freaking, I mean, I don't want to say freaking out, but I was nervous about the outcome. Um, To me, I was in a state of like pushing through it because failure wasn't an option, but of course I was nervous and now I'm much more confident about the future of our country and democracy. It's of course, we're still in a fight, but like aside from, even if we lose the house by a little bit, um, we know that none of the election denying secretaries of state won their races in the, in the swing States or now with the announcement that Katie Hobbs has been named the winner of the Arizona uh, governor, governor race. None of the, that would be a sweet election denying governors either in swing states. So we're not talking even about these other races that show that Democrats have really been doing better in a lot of places. We took the Michigan state legislature was it the Michigan state Senate yes. and the Arizona state legislature is still in play or it was earlier today. I didn't check since this morning. So that could be wrong by now. It's okay. But it's like minor been details. Doing good. Well, it's minor details unless you're wrong. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, yes, you're right. Anyway, yeah. there's a lot of good signs and um, reason to be hopeful that, you know, our continued vigilance could be, um, is, will be fruitful. All right. Tangent aside, uh, Ty, how do you think? It wasn't a tangent. <laughs> Well, I went off on a tangent. Is that's what I was saying? <laughs> Not you. <laughs> Look, are we gonna have to fight? <laughs> Back under the fight, fight, fight. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. No. No cat fighting. We're not mansion and cinema. We're on the same team. <laughs>